Would the 2008 Celtics beat 2019 Little Women? In basketball? Brunch! Hit it, boys! Right, forget it, man. Let's just let's just podcast. You ever think about that? Uh, yeah. Just we... like forgetting about the all the fanfare and just like getting down, forget, back down, forgetting to all. Pot. Not even fanfare. Forgetting the fans. Just forget just the fans. Br- bring it back to basics. I believe that we're generally a forget the fans. <laughs> yeah. Podcast. Sometimes that's even mutual. Sometimes the fans forget that's us. True. Uh, then Speaking of which, check out other podcasts. Hang out on the Patreon. Join Patreon. We're still there. Patreon's got a pretty cool vibe right now. It does. Patreon's like becoming. Patreon's like a cool little club, like a nightclub that isn't super intimidating, but you feel like it's about to get super popular. And yeah. then maybe one of the owners of the Patreon says, "I don't feel like it's going to get super popular." But I feel, I feel like maybe it will. I feel like it's it's uh. Right now, our Patreon, is, it kind of had like a grand opening last month, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, shit, yeah. this, this is going to be sick. And then you realize like a, a month later, you're like, yeah, I like that place, but it's good. It's not all it was hyped up to be. The Patreon <laughs> is, no, the Patreon is good. Patreon, we're going to have some fundraisers soon. Yeah. So enough of the housekeeping, yeah. though. Let's just... Okay. Let's podcast. Uh, I'll give you a compliment right now. Your hair looks great. Really? Yeah. I had a conversation with a friend today about how... Uh, how like reliant you are on good hair days. Once once your hair is like at a certain length, and yeah, mine, mine's not super long anymore. No, but once it gets to a certain length, your hair is kind of calling the shots for you. Yeah, like it doesn't I'm matter what I wear right now. You are. Yeah, I'm trying to. And, That's exciting. And yeah, and it's I don't have any proctin or, or anything, but like look, it comes down to like my eyes. Yeah, and yeah. So it's it's long. I kind of want it to look like what you've got going on right now, just kind of like swoopy. Oh, that's very nice. Right, I haven't done much with it today. Yeah. I just uh, I want to give it like the uh, not, not like a natural sort of like swoopy look. Right, and that's a tough thing to do because a lot of um, a lot of products, even if they say they're matte, they're mm-hmm. going to give it some kind of gunkiness and some yeah. sort of shine, and you don't want that. And I have very thick hair, so like if I put anything in it, it ends up making it look like something's in it. So thank you very much, but. The conversation I was having with my uh, fellow longish-haired friend, he's got hair to, like, his shoulders now. Once your hair gets a certain length, your hair is calling the shots on, like, what your style is, how you look from day to day. Like, you can wear bad clothes, but if you're having a good hair day, then it's like, whatever. It's, that, um, that person looks fine. Rock bottom hot. Ex- right, exact, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you, and you can wear super nice clothes, and if you got long hair and it's not really doing a good thing that day... And it's like, yikes, that person looks terrible. And I can tell from the nice clothes, they're trying too hard. That's the thing. It's like if you're wearing the nice clothes, it looks like you are. You're trying. And if your hair isn't cooperating, you're just like, that person's trying, but they're not fully putting it together because their hair is a disaster. Right. Here's a. I did love uh, what Larry David had to say in his GQ. um, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't read it, but I did. It was highlighted that he had said um, when it comes to fashion, he likes to do uh, one nice item and then the rest it. We've said we've discussed that before. That's what rock bottom hot is. Right. You have one thing going for you. And then nothing else, right? Yeah, Isn't think, that what yeah, rock bottom yeah, hot like, is? We, I think we talked like about like super nice boots, like accessorizing, and then like whatever, yeah, whatever, or like a nice chain with like some shitty shirts and, and right. pants and stuff. Yeah, so I think that's... so. Larry David is Larry, Larry David officially rock bottom hot, <laughs> yeah. officially better than Rocket Man. But I don't know if he he actually follows that rule because like I've seen Larry David and that guy puts him like he dresses pretty well. He looks like he's. Always wearing athleisure, whether or not the clothing he's wearing is athleisure. Like his, like if he's just wearing jeans, it looks like Lululemon made those jeans. Yeah, Lululemon right. doesn't make jeans, I'm pretty sure. But he's just always got like a he, comfy it, vibe going. Yeah, and he's got like a. I don't know if it's like necessarily a tailored vibe, but he yeah. knows he knows what clothes fit him. Cool. Let's do it. Let's objectify Larry David <laughs> okay. for a few minutes. He. Let's see. Larry. I, by the way, I think that Larry David is kind of hot. Good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. He, uh, as long as his hair doesn't get too long, when his hair gets too long, it gets a little out of control, but he's, you know why, you know why he's a good looking guy? Because he's comfortable in his own skin. That's very true. You're never fully dressed without a smile. (laughs) Wouldn't apply to Larry David. 
because uh, then he'd be naked at all times. But being comfortable in your own skin. Also, I, he he does have like sort of um, I don't want to say like a young person style, but he's got sort of that hip old guy fashion to him. How does Jerry Seinfeld look now? I've seen him in stuff recently, but still, I got to Google. Him. I think Jerry Seinfeld looks better now than he did when he was young. You think so? Yeah. I don't know about that. I think that he looks somewhat similar. So I guess that that if uh, you're kind of like balancing the scales or weighing the scales, then it would be better now. Right. But you just do the normal. That's true. Men typically look better as they age thing. And Seinfeld looked okay. He sort of looked more like a weatherman when he was younger. Now he kind of has like the distinguished older gentleman look to him. He, his length of hair just didn't work for him in the 90s. That's true. Like it was if, like if always thinning. Right. If he'd gone shorter, then he would have looked fine. Like the, the classic Seinfeld purple dress shirt vest shot of him mm-hmm. with his arms crossed. Yeah. Everybody knows it. He, uh, his hair just looks like if it were shorter, he'd look so much better. And then you look at him... In say the early early two thousands when he was beginning to gray and he had pretty short hair like right against his head, high and tight. Yeah, that was a good look for Seinfeld. Yeah. All right, now let's objectify <laughs> Michael Richards. Has Michael Richards ever looked oh, good? Oh God. Let's see. I mean, see this. So I pulled up a picture of Michael Richards. I was like, oh, this looks good. He's got like a big beard and he's got he's, he looks like a a cousin of Jeff Goldblum and I click on the picture and it has whatever page it's from. And it says, Michael Richards, my racist outburst in 2006 was quote. And I'm like, and now I'm reminded that yeah, of course, Michael Richards canceled had a terrible. Uh, he like, he was like a canceled hipster. He got, he was, uh, he was a pioneer. Was cool. he, he was a pioneer in getting, in getting canceled. I don't know. Like if you can really consider, what what happened to him like getting canceled because right, i feel he like didn't getting, get caught for doing something yeah like getting canceled a thousand years earlier yeah, yeah and also like getting canceled surrounds uh like someone i feel like it surrounds someone else exposing you for what you did and like your problematic behavior he exposed right. himself by just doing it in public right and that guy that that's a, if you remember that that's a tough video because like the guy's yelling back at him like please don't say st- like hey man yeah. like that's uncalled for. Well, like, literally don't everybody say stuff in the like crowd. That. Everybody in the crowd was like, no, oh no. Right. Oh no. But not even like like a uh oh, this is taking a bad term. Everyone was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. It was so painful because he just like he kept trying to like it felt like he kept trying to dig himself out of it, but only just kept going deeper yeah. and deeper and deeper. Should we uh should we align ourselves with or distance ourselves from Ricky Gervais now? Uh yeah, I guess because that's like the cool thing this week. Uh, he was what he was. He like he, 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 he but it's it's who he's always been, right? Right. <laughs> so like, why are we having this? Co- what did you expect? I think right. I th- I think that like he knew like he played off of, like this is where people use their platform to do this, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to call them all assholes for it. Yeah, yeah, and it's but it's also funny like, and harmless enough. I think that it's I think that it's funny. Um, and it's what you have to expect from Ricky Gervais. But I also think that, like, how many times can Ricky Gervais do that? Right. Where, like, it kind of starts losing its luster. Earth. <laughs> yeah. That was, um, Sean Gentile, I remember, had that issue with, uh, with Jon Stewart. Like, as the Daily Show was, like, in its later Jon Stewart years, every day it was like, you won't believe it. Like, John, I forget what it was, like, either owned or something, but it was oh, like. Skewered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, John Stewart skewered this person. <laughs> oh, man, he got him. And you're like. I bet that he I just goes sure on, like, a six-minute rant where he just says, like, very true and very nasty stuff about him. Does it have to hit the news cycle every single time? That gave birth to a style that I just don't fuck with, man. Like, the, um. Like I know John Oliver's funny, mm-hmm. but like I can't. I, last very week funny, tonight, very smart, right? But like, it's the same thing every time. You just like swap out the parts. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, hey, this dumb bad person. Have you ever con- like he's so dumb, but he doesn't know that he's dumb. Well, here's why he's dumb. And you're like, yo, know, the like the initial thesis statement, like the premise, the whole thing, like the thing that we base this all on is this is a dumb person. So we already know that he's dumb. If you are going to end this by it's, Touchdown, it's, it's, he's d- dumb. It's like, dunking on a I little knew. tyke's hoop. 
Exactly. So, yeah, like Ricky Gervais, I thought he was funny, and I thought that uh, what he had to say was largely true for, yeah. for the most part, but like also I can't get that excited about it because you had to know that that was coming. And also, I mean, he does the same shit every time, and he goes up there and he's like, I guess this will be the last time that I do this. Right. It, I mean, when you when that's your like attitude and that's like your your persona – where you're like, I don't care about doing this. I hate, I hate being here. I'm very miserable. Well, that that becomes less effective when you're doing it every couple of years. Yeah. Who was the uh, most offensive person at the Oscars, or the most offensive part of the Golden Globes? Another contender, Nick Jonas, and I don't know who that is. Going up and being like, "Hi, we're a couple. Does this count as date night, babe? I don't think so." Uh oh! Sounds like I'm in trouble. Here are the nominees. <laughs> Do you did you see that? I didn't see that. I it watched stunk. like half of the Golden Globes. I decided like 20 minutes before the Golden Globes, I was like, "Oh, the Golden Globes are tonight. I'm not gonna watch. Who cares? I'll just do whatever." And then they were on the same channel that the football game was on. Yeah. So I was like, I guess if I just leave the t- <laughs> like, yeah, it's less That's work to you. watch the Golden Globes than to turn off the TV. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll watch it. I watched the opening monologue, and then I saw that, or I heard that it was three hours. I think Ricky Gervais uh, said in his opening monologue, he's like, oh, this is going to be a miserable three hours. And I was like, oh, three hours. I don't have to watch this entire thing. I'm not interested in that. And then I turned it on for like the second half for the movie stuff. Yeah. Uh, best speech? I don't think she intended it for this maybe she did uh but it, it was kind of played in like a halfway uh manner that i wasn't sure if she intended this or not aquafina when she won best actress mm-hmm. she walked up got the award and like half confidently like shook her head and was like all right this is good this is like <laughs> like this 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 is this has worked out and i thought that was hilarious yeah, I, I think that I, th- I like her vibe a lot. Yeah, she's she's, she's just like I don't want to say like, like she doesn't care, but she's got a very uh, like this is what it is. I'll take it at face value and I'll move on. Sort of vibe, <laughs> right? I'm trying to think of what other comedians that's like, uh, right? Just kind of laid back and uh, Hannibal's like that a bit. Yeah, it's like okay, whatever. This is this is nice, but she's good, man. Like I mean. I still thought that she shouldn't have been, like, the breakout star of Crazy Rich Asians, but she was awesome in The Farewell, and mm-hmm. I thought, what were the other nominees for Best Actress? I don't I gotta tell you, I don't care about the Golden Globes at all. Okay, but, like, who's gonna be in the discussion for the uh, Oscars? Uh, that's a good question. Because um, she, like... She, I feel like so much time has been spent on uh, on like the best actor discussion, right? Well, we haven't so decided stacked. this year uh, which which one has the stronger field it's because it's be always one. It always switches off. One year there's like ten heavy hitters for best actress. Like last year, remember yeah. last year, best actress was like you had to figure out yeah, who to even put in there from the fa- from, from uh, the, the favorite from the, the yeah. favorite because it was so freaking yeah, stacked close. Glenn Close was awesome. Yeah. And I, I remember, I forget who else was nominated, but I was adamant that Glenn Close didn't deserve it. That uh, I wanted Melissa McCarthy to win. And right, Melissa McCarthy, she was so good in it. Uh, Best Actress nominees 2020. They're not out yet, but this will at least give us some speculation. Like, okay, so ScarJo, mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan, Charlize Theron. Oh, Renee Zellweger, she won for, Ju- she won for Judy. Have you, is Judy out I believe have you so. Seen yeah. it? No, I've I not seen it. I have no interest in it. I don't know anything about Julie, Judy Garland. I don't okay. like Renee Zellweger. Uh, I just have no interest in, in seeing that movie at all. So, ScarJo, I think deserves it. Deserves a nomination. Saoirse Ronan definitely deserves it. Um, Charlize Theron. I mean, she looked so much like Megyn Kelly that. She could get nominated the same way Christian Bale got nominated <laughs> for Vice. That I remember that drove me crazy. Let's just like revisit our old. Well, I mean the uh, ultimate Oscar one. Takes. The ultimate one for that for me oh, is Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Jesus, that was such a pain in the ass, and he won over Daniel Day Lewis. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the that stupidest. Made me mad. That made that me real mad. Sucked. That yeah. was two years in a row, right? That they nominated, uh, they made a big stink out of like this person he looked, looked like exactly that. like him. Yeah. So then, if you're gonna play by those rules, Charlize Theron. Not only has to be nominated, but maybe she's a favorite. 
That's true. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, well, I like I don't. Well, I guess Renee Zellweger would be the only um, like playing a, a real person because okay. that's what has become uh, like the best actor, Bio best actress has been biopic shit. Where like, wow, this person is imitating this person. It's the best imitation award, right? And that stinks. It stinks. Yeah, that stinks. Uh, I did have this thought. Um, what's this, the dude's name? Um, Taron Egerton, Edgerton, whatever. Yeah, he won best actor in a musical or comedy or musical, and whatever. I, I thought he was really good. I think that he deserves a nomination. But it did give me that like, uh oh, <laughs> I got like a wait. Is Rocket Man gonna win a bunch of shit? I feel like Rocket Man, last year. Rocket Man is a Golden Globes movie. More than it, it's an Oscar movie. Okay, because didn't uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody did that win like Best Picture? It won, be- it won, uh, won Best Picture. Oh yeah. my god, kill me. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like, I think that if there is, uh, I think it's a good sign that it didn't clean up. But it did well, but it didn't clean up. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I'd be dis- I'd be really upset. I'll say if Rocket Man, which is hashtag exactly as good as rocket man one stuff in a year where this was so good like i wouldn't like yeah uh, no, shape I of water that. i really, really liked rocket mo- man okay shape of water really good movie i would say better than rocket man but like not the best movie i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. green book really good movie not the best movie i've seen in my life when those won best picture i was like i wanted other things to win and i believe that was not the best picture but I think that's like a that's a, that's it's fine if it enough. wins yeah. be, right. It's good enough to win Best Picture. Like Rocket Man, I don't think is good, good enough to be nominated no. for Best no, Picture. No, I agree with that. And I, like I think Rocket Man, you could say like uh, like stage design, production, like uh, costume design, any one of those. But just in terms of like it being a better movie than a lot of uh, like the other nominations or whatever, no, I don't think so. Um, but if we're going to go with the, the best imitation award for mm-hmm. actor, it's a very good sign for uh, Jonathan Price this year. Who, Jonathan Price. Uh, he was in the, the Two Popes. Okay. He played Pope Francis. I mean, both of the performances. In I haven't the two, seen that yet. Dude, it's, it's really good. Uh, and you know me. I don't care about religion. I don't care about that, the story about the Popes at all. Don't give, a, don't give a goddamn. Went into that movie expecting that I was just going to be like, oh, this is Yeah, gonna... like I have to see this movie. So like I will. Yeah. Like, that's why you saw it. Yeah. And so I watched it, and I was like, wow, that movie was much better than it had any business being. Jonathan Price was unbelievable as Pope Francis, and um, uh, Anthony Hopkins was really, really great as well. My sympathy to one movie, which is just going to absolutely get the shaft here. I've never thought of a movie that's been put in a worse position than 1917. Why do you say that? Because this has been... I've seen nothing but incredible movies for, like, the last (laughs) three weeks... And people say 1917 is awesome. Yeah. So now I'm going into this super excited to see it, but also, like, I am accustomed to movies now being the best. <laughs> That's true. And, like, if I was 1917, you got such a late release that you see all these other fucking awesome movies hitting the, hitting the scene and being talked about in the Oscars thing. Like, if I was, if I was like, in charge of 1917, I'd be like, well, why don't we move this back, like, a couple months, move it into the next cycle. Moving to the, and then start it. Uh, th- people would forget it, man. That is, I mean, the people didn't forget like Get Out. Right, I was going to say Get Out's the only the example I can think of, though. That Black Panther came out in the spring too. I mean, it was a weak year okay. for movies and stuck in. But like, I don't know. I, if a movie's good enough, you, you shouldn't forget it. I would say let's make this decision. Nineteen seventeen. You can. Sub- you can move it back to next year or keep it for this year's crop. What do you do? No brainer. Move it back to next year. Yeah. Everybody move, says yeah. this movie rules. Yeah. Uh, we've got enough blue chippers this year. Right. Like, I don't need 1917 in the like, discussion. Like, right. I'm kind of dreading it getting into the discussion I'll, because I'm having, having a hard time already. All right. I'm a let, kid who's having a, having a tough time online. Let's send three movies to oh, next year because I legitimately think we can afford to flip three movies to next year and guarantee that this year will be stacked and next year will be stacked. That is a, that's a really good call because I mean, had it worked out where like last year's crop moved into was like next year's crop. Yeah. You could definitely throw three movies in there and it'd be much stronger. I mean, the lighthouse was, have you seen the lighthouse yet? I haven't seen it yet. Lighthouse, not the best, but when I saw it, I was like, all right, this is best picture quality. This is like bottom tier 
best picture quality. Now, Lighthouse makes me throw up. <laughs> oh, God. Worst fucking movie I've ever seen the last, <laughs> like, couple months. I, I was so excited when I saw Lighthouse. I was texting friends about it. I was like, yo, man, like, I think Lighthouse is A24. I was like, yeah. man, they keep doing it. And Lighthouse is, like, a really good movie, but it's not the best movie. And every movie I've seen for a while <laughs> That's now true. has been the best. So, let me see. Jojo Rabbit I want to keep for this year. You know what I could do? What I would be totally fine with? Mm-hmm. 100% moving Knives Out next year. Because Knives Out is so fun. Yeah. But I don't think that it competes with, like, the real heavy hitters of this year. I'll, I'll do that. Uh, I would be very, very thrilled to move uh, Knives Out to next year. So, let's move Knives Out to next year. Now I'm going to start a document. I don't know what <laughs> we're going to do with this document, but all right. Next year we're moving uh, Knives Out 1917 automatically. Um, want to throw the lighthouse? Want to push lighthouse back to next year? Yeah, I'd be cool pushing the lighthouse um, in there. Or Loose uh, isn't going to get nominated for anything, but it was really good. Like same with Peanut Butter Falcon. Like really good movies. Um, but I don't think even in other years they'd get nominated. But we're still keeping. So for this year. We've still got this year. We've got Parasite, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time. Uh, let's see. What's, uh, I don't know if it'll get nominated. You'll agree with this. I would do Last Black Man in San Francisco. What pushing it to next year? No, for this year as like a oh, like yeah. a worthy of being nominated yeah, for definitely. best picture. That was like for most of the year, even as a lot of these heavy hitters were coming out, that was still like at the very top of my list. Okay, and I think it, I think I put it as like my second favorite movie of 2019. Is it getting buzz as a no? No, oh, talking okay. about it. So let's see. This year would still have Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. which Jojo Rabbit is. Jojo Rabbit hasn't moved from... It's been in, like, the, like, it's, five or six slot, and other things have, like, jumped up into, like, the top three. Yeah. And, like, it should have been pushed down for something that started at, like, five or six. But the farther I've gotten away from it, the higher I've thought of it. And I can't that, wait to see it again. Yeah. That's a that's really a, good movie. And I think that's a really strong thing that... Uh, I think that maybe is, like, the strongest thing you can say about a movie is when you put it in a spot and you're not willing to put anything above it and you yes. kind of just leave it in that spot. That's how I felt about uh, Whiplash. When I first saw it, I was like, all right, this is, like, top two, top three of the year for me. And then as I was starting to see... It was the first year I started watching movies. And then as I started to see more and more, I was like, I'm going to go back and watch Whiplash because I think that was, like, the best one. And I went back and saw it again, and I was like, yeah, that movie rules. I think Parasite is the best movie of the year because I just, like, I I would, I cannot ever imagine moving that out of below, like, a number two. I, so, th- I think so, too. I, but and, that, I, and that's been, the, like, the same line of thinking for three straight months. So right. with all these great movies that have come out, and I've, I've never been once willing to move Parasite out of, like, the top two, it's got to be the best movie of the year, I think. Yeah, this, well, this is going to be so difficult. Because um, I saw Little Women. You saw it uh, a while ago. Loved it. We bo- I, I loved it, too. Uh, I don't know if... I, I said, like, I know for a fact it's not my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. And I know that it's not the best movie of the year. But it's in the the very, this is very vague, like the three <laughs> to ten range. Yeah. Like, which, like, which, which I mean, that that's that speaks to like this year. Right. Because like if you said that any other year, it could be, be like, like. Fuck off. Give me a, <laughs> give me a real answer. Yeah, right. There's just been so many good. Like, it, if it hits top ten this year, it is a fantastic movie. Right, so, exactly. Um, yeah, no, like it. For me, it's it's very much a strong combination of a, an awesome movie and a favorite because yeah. it is it's such a good watch and and it's only like I I did put it in my top ten and I think I put it around number seven. Okay, and I, I like. I don't know. It might move up a few spots. Like once I look back on this year, just because like that movie, the more I think about it, it's a delight. Right. It's it's awesome. It's very, uh, Randy said this to us and I'm sure that we both planned on saying it ourselves, but like, it's just so charming. Yeah. And you said it's like, it's a favorite and it's like a great movie. It Mm -hmm. also, it's like a reputation movie, you know, it's, it's, it's Gerwig and it's Ronan who are, Gerwig's always going to give you a good movie. 
Probably with Ronan. Yeah. Ronan's always going to give you like one of the best performances you've ever seen in your life. And then honestly, I didn't know going into it. I saw Laura Laura Dern and I gave like a, like I was watching like a a rapper I'd never heard before. And they were like the best rapper I've ever heard. You know how like when, when you hear like rhymes and stuff, you you just have this like experience of like, Oh my God, like this is physically beating me up. That's what I let out when I saw I'm like, and this has Laura well, Dern. Get out I, of I here. I had that experience with this movie, but it was with Bob Odenkirk because, like, Bob Odenkirk shows up the halfway through the movie yeah. out of fucking nowhere. Mm. And I'm just like, well, now you're just flexing. Right. Now, now you got, like, late career legendary actor Bob Odenkirk, who obviously wasn't a le- He was a legend in his own right. Right. Like, 10 years ago for different stuff. But now he's got some real legitimacy that comes with him when he's yeah. in something. So I love that they chose him for that role. Chalamet, I don't know if you know this. You're got sick a bit of Chalamet. Of, oh, okay. You're, you're shall exhausted. I've been, uh, sh- uh, what would you say? So what's a synonym for tired? <laughs> exhausted, tired, sh- sh- I'm shover it? No. <laughs> I'm sh- shala. Uh, tired? Sleepy? <laughs> Let's all right. Let's let's objectify some synonyms for uh, <laughs> synonym shala- for tired, jaded, shalomated, shalom over. All right, vote in the. I I, I think I said shalom over. It. Oh, did you? I, I oh, I said show for it. Okay, shalom over it. I feel like you also let's, have to have a mustache if you're let's doing get a, that. Let's get a list. Let's get the listeners vote, involved. Vote in the Patreon. Was this wor- was this a worthwhile discussion? <laughs> figuring out what to call uh, how being do a we little say tired. That, how do we say that we're a little tired of Timothy Chalamet? Which and mostly, I, is it worth devoting any time to? I'm gonna I'm gonna vote no to that because I'm not in the same boat as you. I love Timothy Chalamet. Every time he's in something, I I, I get still get excited. I did. Yeah, I'm like, okay, he's a he's a cute little white boy. All right, can we? Can he's get, a very good actor. He is a good actor. He's a that's very the thing. Good he was great in great Little actor. Women. So that that's that's where I was headed. Was he's playing Bob Dylan? I've in been a musical biopic next year. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I've been I've been on the team. Hold your horses with Timothy Chalamet. I'm a team. But, hold your horses with the musical biopics. Okay. Oh, you're not getting a complaint out of me there. I mean, so far there hasn't been an amazing one. Okay. Right. What was? No, no, Rocket like, Man wasn't Rocket amazing, Man. but it was like probably the best one that we've gotten so far. I would agree. What other ones have we gotten? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, just those two, and like, uh, the 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 Motley Crue one, right? Was mm-hmm. that Motley Crue? On I didn't the, watch on Netflix. That. I didn't watch that. Did Me you? Either no. I heard that it was. I heard that it was like so bad it was good. I got in this fight with uh, our friend Brian. If Motley Crue and Def Leppard are playing a show, who headlines? I'll tell you. You're gonna pull a Billie Eilish? <laughs> what? Well, I don't get it. And say like you don't know much about them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was gonna say you know who's not headlining me because I'm not gonna be there. Don't care. And and this is a you, Pete's officially out on music. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I had a moment yesterday. Uh, I realized like I was looking at the lineup festival and I I tweeted I'm I'm finally. Uh, I don't know any of the bands in the fourth line of that music festival poster years old, and then uh, someone responded. Not a music guy anymore, and I was like, "This is a brunch <laughs> listener. They're jumping on the brand. right." Yeah, I'm just stealing it from from Pete. I think music's out. No, um, so Timothy Chalamet <laughs> was very good in this, yes. but everybody was very good in this. Yeah, the performances were great, and and like a bi- a big reason why I was so impressed with this movie is because like my experience heading into this movie was a really weird one. I saw that they were making Little Women, and I was like, "Oh my god, really." Jesus Christ! Give it, a, give it a rest with Little Women. We've had so many uh, like versions of Little Women made. I, I legitimately didn't know that. And yeah, that, that's because I've that's that's my own uh, movie ignorance. Are there other? It's like once version? a decade, really. Yeah, like once a decade, we're making Little Women again. So, it's so like Little Women is like Godzilla. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, but Godzilla, they're making different versions of it at least. And they, Randy was in Godzilla. If Randy was in Little Women, the credits at the end would have said, in loving memory <laughs> of our cast I was, mate, I was gonna say, Randy Havens, who died of <laughs> happiness. 
I was going to say, during if, shooting, if of Randy this movie, was in Little Women, uh, he would be, he would have been the worst person in Little Women because he just would have wouldn't have been able to contain his excitement right. for being his, in Little Women. All of his skill and talent and training would be undone <laughs> by unhinged Randy just loving his life so much that he can't control himself. It would be like if uh, somebody was like, "Hey, like, DJ, like practice guitar." For a long time, like you, we're, you're gonna play this little gig, I'd be like, okay, give me some time, I can get ready for it. And then they're like, okay, the gig is with like the Beatles. Billy Joel or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And I would probably stink at guitar that night. Oh yeah, because I'd be like, this is too much pressure. Right. Too much pressure, and I'm just like too much starstruck. Here. Was that a pun? No, is that a Billy Joel song? Pressure. I know that. That's uh, I know under pressure. You don't know pressure. You, no. I'm not a music. You guy. ain't shit music. with music, man. <laughs> like you have gone, you have committed. You really don't know pressure. Yeah, I like. I even took away the stuff that I did know. I'm just not a music guy, and I just erased it on the hard drive. Do me a favor, okay? Why don't you, why don't you rattle? Up? No, I don't want to put you on the spot. I was gonna say, name me some Billy Joel songs because I'd be interested to know. Could name the hits. I mean, pressure's a hit. Yeah, but you think like I bet you think like a million. I'm things. that guy. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know all of Ween's hits. <laughs> uh, Billy, I, I feel like people are going to say, "Wow," and that's a respect thing to you. Well, I'm committing They're to like, the bit. You're you're committing committing to, to the bit. You Oops. did know pressure. Yeah, exactly. I forgot it. You really uh, don't know pressure. No, um, but yeah, Little Woman just keeps getting remade and um, and also like. Once I, I I was I was very out on it. Then I started to actually give it a chance with the trailers and stuff, and I and I sort of opened myself up to it. And I was like, okay, Greta Gerwig, Saoirse Ronan, uh, Florence Pugh. That's the thing. Even if I, I even like, if you weren't excited for it, you know it's going to be Timothee good. Chalamet, like even um, well, even I didn't if, need that part. But. Even if I did, even if I didn't know that it was going to be good, I knew that I had to see it. Right. And so I, I was more accepting to it. And then I had it in. And I also had the fear that, like, it's little women. It's, like, such a big thing. And, like, there's, the like, the wokeness factor where if, like, you say that you don't like this movie, people are going to be like, well, you're sexist. That's why. Blah, blah, blah. It's like I the- feel like so. I, I hope that that's out. I think that I think that there's, like, we've discussed this. There's a fear of that with there people. There is a fear of that. Where they're like, I'm, afer- I'm afraid if I say I don't like this. That I might be accused of not liking who made it or because whatever. Anytime you don't like something that's like important to somebody else. And I'll say like that fear is inherently sexist, racist, yeah. whatever it may be. Because you're you're treating people differently based on sure. what they are. And you could say like I like I'll give the example of like I would have loved it if the kitchen was good because <laughs> I like all the people that were in it. Yeah. They got together and they made a shit movie. Like I would hope that nobody, I don't think, like, we, we saw that movie and we were like, hey, that movie sucked. We talked about it. Right. We had our laughs or whatever. And it, I, I never even gave it a thought of, like, wait, could this be misconstrued as problematic or sexist or whatever? And if we said, like, hey, now, not to be sexist, but we didn't like this movie, that's being sexist. Yeah, for sure. So, and that's all to say that, like, Little Women was everything that I wanted it to be. And right. I 100% enjoyed it. And I was... And I was, I guess, I, I guess like a little bit relieved that I liked it as much as I did. But also, like, mostly, I was impressed that it was able to make me like it as much as I did because I just, I, I couldn't get past the fact that, like, I went into it being, like, another Little Women ab- adaptation and with, like, such a stacked cast with such high, like, such a high bar for Greta Gerwig, for mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan, for, like, Emma Watson, for, uh, for Florence, Florence Pugh, Pugh, for Timothy Chalamet, for Laura Dern, yeah. for Meryl Streep. Like, to put all of those things, I felt like it was a dangerous combination. Why can't of, I remember who Streep is? She's the aunt. Really? That was Streep? Yeah. Hilarious. I legitimately didn't know that. Really? I knew she was somebody. Yeah. That's so dumb. Like, my brain just she didn't was, process that was uh, Meryl Streep. She was, like, Street. the uppity aunt. Yeah. She was, she was a bit mean. Yeah. She took Florence Pugh with her to Europe. Shouts out spoilers. Shouts out you for the spoiler warning that you put in the last episode. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good, huh? Um, so I didn't have the the Little Women fatigue going in. I, if, if anything, I was like, going into the favorite, I was like, I just don't like 
stuff that was set a bajillion years ago. So I'm probably not going to find this interesting. And the favorite ended up being like one of my favorite movies. So yeah. I was yeah, for sure. so I didn't have much like apprehension going into this movie. And I knew that you said it was great. I knew that uh, everybody said it was great. It's like I think it's got a hundred percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it really? I think so. It's ninety five percent tomato meter, ninety two percent audience score. I think it deserves higher than that because even if you didn't love it, because isn't the audience score like yes or no? And then a hundred like I think all of Rotten Tomatoes is sort of yes or no. Okay. Like you're not you're not that's not based on grades of the movie that's just based right on like did fresh, you like it or not yeah okay I don't understand how somebody couldn't at least like it we've gotten this whole conversation about Little Women without talking about Florence Pugh which is nuts because she was incredible in it I said this to you and Randy after went in knowing that. Ronan and Dern, who I didn't know, again, who I did not know was in the movie. So you didn't uh, go into the movie. No, yes, yes. I went into the movie knowing that Saoirse Ronan and Laura Dern are locks to be A-plus in anything they're in. But you said that you didn't know Laura Dern was in the movie. Yeah, you're missing something. I didn't know that Laura Dern was in the movie, but I went oh, into okay, the movie okay, okay, with okay, the okay, knowledge okay. that I consider Ronan and Laura Dern to, okay, okay, no matter okay, okay. what I got you they're now. in, I they're going to be great. Gotcha. Didn't know that yet about Florence Pugh. Had an inkling, and but this do, do she's we like know that yet, though? in the club. You think so? Yeah, I haven't. I still haven't Based seen her in enough things. things. But she was so good in both of them. I mean, she's batting a thousand, but she's batting a thousand and a two for two bet. We've not two seen two fighting career. with my family. That's the other thing That's she's true. in. Yeah, should we check it out just to to find out whether or not she's in that club? Yeah, but I, I mean, mean she, she was so good in this. But also that that's an awesome role. Like, if I were in Little Women and they were like, all right, you can play anybody, I'd be like, Amy. Yeah, definitely. That's the, by far yeah. the best one to play. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, it's between her and, uh, and Saoirse Ronan's character. Nah, that's, uh, that's too much heavy lifting. Saoirse Ronan's character, like, you gotta, you could yeah, ruin the movie if you're not good in that role. True, so, like, you need a star if you crush it. Right. So you need, but you need, like, a, you need, like, a LeBron James to play that role, to carry that team. So... I honestly don't know how many people would have done that better than Saoirse Ronan. So, like, you need some r- a major, major Absolutely heavy hitter. Agree. You need, like, a, a, a Saoirse Ronan to do it. I feel like Amy could have been done well by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Florence Pugh, though, just hit the ceiling. did it so much better than 99% Yeah, and we had anybody. this discussion, too. Um, Emma Watson, her character, like, we had, we had the discussion, like, or I brought up the point, like, I don't know if Emma Watson is good. Like, I, I just really, I can't tell yet. She's obviously, like, a, she's been a big part of my life, uh, being Hermione, Hermione Granger mm-hmm. uh, in the Harry Potter movies, and I love her, um, just based off of, like, she's the most adorable person in the world. And I think that she's like a, a good person and yeah. uh, she's very, very smart and very talented, but I don't know if she's like that great of an actress or she, because like I haven't seen her really crush it in anything. I'd agree. Who else did we ask that about? It wasn't Brad Pitt. It, it, well, I, uh, yeah. I know. I think you brought that I up think, about yeah. Brad Pitt. Like is, is he amazing? Well, I said that like Brad Pitt just keeps playing like version, like different right, versions like, of himself. It's like <laughs> the actor, we know you can or be like, cool. <laughs> Like Jeffrey, comma a cool Brad Pitt walks in, and you're like, okay. Uh, I, I did like the, the same thing about George Clooney. Like I don't know if George. So Clooney George is the, Clooney's like the. So this is what probably happened. You brought that up, and then I probably gave the example of George Clooney. I always he's bring like up the George ultimate, Clooney. like yeah. the quintessential. Is he any good? Super handsome, and like he's a big celebrity. And I but like him. Is is he amazing? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, you're never mad when George Clooney's in anything, right. but you, I, don't, I don't know if he's that great. Emma Watson was... I, I thought Emma Watson was good in this, but she's... I thought she, she was n- Not a good character, and... That's Again, you're in a movie with... You're, the, like, the seventh best player on that team. Yeah. And it shouts out someone taking that role, knowing... It's, it's like inviting Kendrick to guess on your song. Yeah, she's you're like, like, hey, you want to come in here and absolutely put me in a coma... And have everyone come out talking about everyone but you? Yeah. Emma Watson is is like sort of like like the James Posey of like that Celtics right. team where it's like she's she's pretty good no, in they, the right role, but like if you 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 sign her after she wins a championship, I think they could have made and, I think they could have uh made the movie without without Emma Watson though. James Posey, like they technically the Celtics technically needed. 
I would say that James Posey was like. What about like a it's P. like Jay Brown? Yes, it's okay, PJ Brown. PJ Brown, bring him in halfway through the season. <laughs> I feel like that on like a bio. That's yeah. disrespectful to Emma Watson. I think she's a little better than that. But um, should yeah. we do a? We should do a segment. Comparing no one will care. Let's break down every cast, uh, making every cast the 2007-08 Boston Celtics. Yeah. Oh man, that Who's, would be funny. Let's let's just do it right now off the All top right. of our heads. Okay, well, Sir Ronan is. Uh, I would say... Sir Sharonin's KG, I would say. Yeah, I was going to say who's the most important person on the roster. Is it, is it Pierce or is it KG? So I think, I I think mean, it was it's, KG. It's a, I think it's a 1-2 with, uh, with Florence Pugh and Sir Sharonin. So I think that's a good comparison uh, if we're doing this team. But F- Florence Pugh was a beast in this movie, and that makes you think Kevin Garnett. Yeah, and... and, and and Pierce was the face of the franchise. And I think that if you're talking about a great Greta Gerwig movie, mm-hmm. Sir Ronan's going to be the face of the franchise. Okay. So Sir Ronan is Paul Pierce. Let's yeah. go Florence Pugh is Kevin Garnett. I'm just really quickly going to pull up the uh, cast. I'm going to say uh, Timothy Chalamet is, uh, is Ray Allen. I could see that. Because, I agree with that actually because he's important. He's very, he's very important. He's like sort of part of the big three, and he's intertwined with the other two. Okay, who is is Laura Dern? Doc Rivers? No, Doc Rivers has to be uh, Greta Gerwig. Oh, okay. She's she's leading right because also man. like technically not in it. Yeah, that's right. Greta uh, Gerwig. Greta Gerwig is. I think Doc. that Laura Dern is uh, is Rajon Rondo because she's sort of setting everybody else up. Okay, she's the mom. She's she's uh, she's she's running the floor. Laura Dern runs the floor in that movie. Okay, who's Perk? Uh, Perk. Hmm. You know who could be Perk is uh, Chris Cooper. Yeah, I think that I could see that. Would, would does Chris Chris Cooper? Yeah, I think Chris Cooper gets into the starting five. So I, I'm willing to put him there. Um. All right, uh, Cooper is Perk. Now here's an important one. Who's that to- means we're not putting Emma Emma Watson in the starting five. I, I feel uh, like she's got to be in there. But is she Perk? Emma Watson. I think she could be Perk. Because like if you take Emma Watson if you take Emma Watson away from it, and right? She's replaceable. Perk was replaceable. He was he was good. He worked well with with others. It's hard to say though that Perk was replaceable when and this is like uh, this is uh, apples and oranges, I guess. But then you're like, well, you learned a couple of years later that you couldn't win without Perk. But that, that was, was a different, different team, team. right? Yeah. All right, so Coop, you know who Cooper might be? Cooper might be Tony Allen. Okay, yeah, Cooper's I like that. Tony I like Allen. That. Okay, now we're cooking. And Emma Watson is Kendrick Perkins. Uh, let's see. You know who? Uh, the, uh, Emma Watson's husband is. Uh, so that's a big, ma- ba- big baby Davis. I was going. Okay, I was going to say that Big Baby is uh, the French guy, but uh, no, he's not that important. Who's Emma Watson's husband? What's that guy's? I think his name is like Mike or something. It's super fucking boring. John Brook. Okay, fair enough. Right? Or, wait, yeah. or is John Brook the no, one that yeah, was barking up uh, Amy's tree? No, I think John Brook is... is uh, I think that's... I think she's like, I'm everything's okay, John Brook, because John Brook is my husband, yeah. and I am John Brook's wife. And I'm like, all right, give it a <laughs> rest with John Brook. And they come out afterwards, they're like... Do you know that that line was improvised? <laughs> We're like, oh, God. All right, fine. Emma Watson, not that good. Uh, so John Brooke is big baby. Was any, let's, before we do that, let's ask, was anyone in this movie a big baby? Because th- that could be given to... I mean, let's Amy was a bit of a big baby at points. Amy... Burning the novel. Oh, yeah. That is some that mean was, That was some stuff. petty shit. That, right, that was petty. So who's the pettiest on the Celtics? Probably Kevin Garnett. Yeah, that's so. That's that, wait, did, did we give yeah. Florence Pugh Kevin? Yeah, oh, okay, it's, it's hit so, levels now. So petty and a beast. But, uh, but now we gotta now we gotta talk about because anytime you do this, you you gotta say what team would win if they played now? Would the two thousand eight Celtics 
beat Little Women in a basketball game. Oh. Would the 2078 Celtics beat? Would women? the 2008 Celtics beat 2019 Little Women in basketball? Yeah, in basketball. I mean, I'm gonna have to go. Yes. Yes, they're better at it. Yeah. At, it's at basketball, they, it's they're better do. at basketball. Yeah. Those are professional <laughs> yeah. athletes. And it's a tough call, but and it's a 2007-08 version. Of, so, like, we are legitimately asking yes. if you take the best basketball team on the planet, yeah, any, any NBA Finals, right? Between the the 2019 Little Women versus the 2008 between Boston Celtics, we are the actual NBA team. Asking actors and prime. actresses to play yep. a, a seven game series against Kev, it, Kevin Gar- literal Kevin Garnett. Backing down Florence Pugh in the paint. And their 0708 Celtics are healthy? Healthy. All healthy. All healthy? Tam- stamina turned off. The, that is a... Just a five on five. Four game sweep. Now let's ask <laughs> if we ask the 2007-08 Celtics to make a movie, are they as good as the cast? I don't know. Kevin Woman. Garnett was pretty good. Kevin Garnett was gems. pretty good in Uncut Gems. Roger and Rondo was supposed to be in Uncut Gems. Right. He was supposed to have a couple scenes, yeah. and he messed it up. So Paul Pierce, I don't know. Uh, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. He oh, got Ray game. From, he got game. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So this is closer. We like, we, this is way closer. All right. Uh, I don't know if I would believe it, though, if, they were, if, they were, if you're taking the same script and giving it to these guys' roles, and they're supposed to be... So now let's, now let's turn it around. Let's cast the 2007-08 Celtics <laughs> as little women. Okay, This is good. This is good. See, good thing I opened up this document. Okay. Uh, 0708 Celtics. All right. Um, Paul Pierce is going to play. Well, it's, Kevin Garnett is getting played for sure by Florence Pugh. You mean, you mean Kevin Garnett is playing Florence Pugh's character, Amy? That's yes. Okay. So Kevin Garnett plays. Amy. I don't know about that, though, because um, I feel like I, I get where you're, you're coming from, but I feel like if there's uh, if we're taking this script and you're like, which one of the Celtics is immediately going off to war and leaving everybody behind? Uh, it's got to be Kevin Garnett. That's true. So Kevin I think Kevin Garnett's got to play the dad. Kevin Garnett is going to play something March, I would assume. What's, what's the guy's last name? What's the guy's March. first name? I don't know. Mr. March? Mr. March. Randy March? <laughs> um, oh, this is America. <laughs> uh, Father March. They don't give him a name. <laughs> really? They give him some that thing you do I bass mean, player. I knew that he was credit. very important, unimportant to this family dynamic. They kept talking about how important uh, Father was. Mm-hmm. He really wasn't. He came home and nothing changed. Ray Allen, I feel pretty good about saying Ray Allen plays Meg. Ray Allen could also yeah. do Beth. No, let's give him Meg. Ray Allen, I feel... Because he, he was good and he got game. But I feel like everything we've heard and know about Ray Allen is that he's just kind of over everything. Yeah. So he'd be like, I want to for sure be a big part of it, but I don't really want to do anything. So do we... Yeah, I think... But like, you'd be like, all right, we give you Beth. You're going to be in a lot of the big scenes. You're technically like sort of considered a part of the big three. Right. You're the least, you're the, the least important part. Or like you're the... I don't know. I, I would say like the uh, the third one. I think that Paul Pierce plays Joe. I think yeah, that that's like yeah. a we stick. They'll, right. they'll, they'll trade. Yeah. All right. I'm fine with that. So who's going to play? Um, actually, I got confused for a second. Mm-hmm. I I was this like, one's a lot harder. All right, Ray Allen could play. Actually, Kevin Garnett uh, could play. Uh, Kevin, I feel like Kevin Garnett could play any one of these characters, but Kevin Garnett could play Aunt Aunt March because she was just a she yes. Was an I did say right, right, like the. But there's also some some wisdom there. Yeah, like I think she 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 cares like and she has their interests at heart and like, like useful. But she's blunt and she's right. she's rough, a little rough around the edges. Okay, and he, I mean, who trash talked? More offensively than <laughs> than Aunt March. than Kevin Garnett, You're right? Andy. Like th- those are both. So who wins in a trash talk off between Aunt Marge, general Aunt character? Marge. What's her name? Oh, Marge. Marge. You're saying March. Aunt Marge. Hey, you want you want to just pull the Aunt Marge Simpson? Yeah, want to pull the plug on this yeah. game and just end the podcast? 
Word. Oh, I just love the kind of woman who can walk over a man. I mean like a goddamn marching band. She says like literally music is the air she And the malaprops make me wanna fucking scream. I wonder if she even knows what that word means. Well, it's literally not that. Oh, oh, oh. of the few main things I hate about her, one's her petty vogue ideas. Someone's been told too many times they're beyond their years. By every half-wit of distinction she keeps around And now every insufferable convo Features her patiently explaining the cosmos Of which she is in the middle Where this never happens Lately I can't stop the wheels from spinning I feel so unconvincing When I fumble with your button Oh Her excess on my influence But gladly covers all my drugs I found her naked with her best friend in the tub We sang Silent Night in three parts Which was fun Till she said that she sounds just like Sarah Vaughn I hate that soulful affectation white girls put on Why don't you move to the Delta? I obliged later on when you begged me Choke ya. 